This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, everybody. I Love Movies uh, is the name of the podcast that I do uh, uh, not often enough, according to people that I run into at the uh, comedy clubs. But, um, you know, I'm trying to do it more often. Um, we'll be taping a few more before the uh, end of the year. And, of course, this, we're taping one right now. People make fun of me. People make fun of me for saying taping a podcast. Like, they think that that expression is incorrect. But that's right. That's what we're doing, in a sense, I guess. We're making a podcast. Is that a better way to say it? it sounds like uh, like we're shitting. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna drop a podcast out of our butts. I hope you enjoy it. It's free on iTunes. 
Um, we're coming to you from just before Comedy Death Ray at uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. Normally, I like to do a joke right here in this part, but I don't really have one. Does anybody in the audience have a nice? No. So here's this is lazy, I know, but here's this is a, a tweet that I wrote earlier today on uh, Twitter. So maybe you haven't, maybe you didn't read it, uh, or maybe you'll just enjoy what it sounds like coming out of my mouth. Um, uh, how come nobody's made like a porn with a bunch of uh, celebrity lookalikes having sex and called it Doppelgangbang? Why hasn't anyone done that? Somebody can make a lot of money off of that. So congratulations and good luck. Uh, let's bring to the stage my uh, guest for this evening. I always try to bring in the most fun and exciting uh, people that will say yes uh, to do this podcast. Uh, one of my guests today makes me feel like this is a, like a real show. Uh, and I'm very excited about that guy. And then uh, the other guest is, you know, he's all right. <laughs> he's a friend of mine. Please welcome the director of Zombieland and a zombie, uh, Ruben. I don't know why I'm calling him a zombie. He's just, he's just a big, weird dude. Ruben Fleischer and Steve Agee are here, everybody. Let's hear it for him. Come on out, fellas. You could sit over there if you like. You could take the microphones out of the stands if that's more comfortable or if you like leaning yes, into the yes. weirdness of it. That's I Steve like Agee's it. voice, everybody. The zombie. The big zombie Steve Agee. From, uh, of course, people know you from the Sarah, Sarah Silverman, Silverman program, program where you play that the, other the gay, gay guy, guy, the other one. <laughs> not the one Brian that's not Fossain. Brian Fossain, <laughs> yes. But he's got such a hard name to say and remember that yeah. you, know, you probably both get you're the other gay guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I was in Starbucks once, and there were people behind me, and one of them was on their cell phone talking as loud as I'm talking right now, and she's like, uh, yeah, the guy from Sarah Silverman is in front of me. No, the other one. <laughs> no, 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 the other one. The other no, the one. other, other one. I'm the no, other not one. with the mustache, with the whole. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It happens. What are it you going to do? You, nothing. I don't care. I get I mean. I don't care. Yeah. But it is... Much. <laughs> but but you, have you ever been near people talking about the Sarah Silverman program that have no idea that you're standing right there? Like, normally, when you hear the word Sarah Silverman, it means people are talking about that they're recognizing that you're that guy from yeah, that show. Yeah, if you show. hear it when you're right there. As when you're walking by, if you hear Sarah oh, yeah, Silverman, yeah. You, you just assume. But it would be yeah. funny if you turned on them and were like, what about her? Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, uh, we're just talking about, about how asshole? we enjoy her work. Who are you? You know, or that I, kind I of thing. I should have turned around. I'm not the other one. I have a fucking name. And he's the other one. Yeah, yeah. he's the other one. Then you just got to start talking to that lady more, though, once you do that. Yeah. Then you have to go down that hideous road. And uh, I'm glad we all called to uh, coordinate our outfits tonight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best podcasts that I listen to, anyway, are the ones where everyone's dressed Uniforms. similarly. Yeah. And fortunately, we all had our blue hoodies ready the to UCB go. The UCB podcasters. So, Ruben, uh, this is exciting. I don't normally have actual filmmakers on the show. I'm not usually on shows, so this is exciting for me. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. It's yeah. a two-way. And uh, what, it, what do you, uh, what should I ask you first? Uh, <laughs> Zombieland, was it always Twinkies from the, from the beginning to execution? Because, you know, in E.T., 
Uh, it ends up being Reese's Pieces in the movie, but in the original script, it was uh, rat turds, I think. <laughs> yeah, same thing. I know a lot of great facts about E.T. Also, did you know that to get Drew Barrymore to laugh in the kitchen scene, Drew Barrymore, like, just during the take, reached under the table and tickled her vagina? Did you know that? Are you serious, That's dude? a true, yeah, that's true. He was trying I to, fucking... he meant to tickle her feet, but he missed. <laughs> oh, shit, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> so... I shouldn't be saying such horrible things about uh, Mr. Spielberg because he's probably giving you a call, right? He's. A I, fan. I met him the other day, actually. Bam! I knew it. I knew it. You're in the inner circle. Oh, yeah. Can't believe he you're here. He hadn't seen the movie, but he heard a lot of good things. He hadn't seen the movie. No, he hadn't seen it. He but said, he wanted to meet with you. I want to meet with people no, that no, maybe I met did with something somebody else. But he just wanted to say hello. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I want to come by and say I haven't seen your movie, but yeah. <laughs> I hear it's great. Uh, I hear it's, I hear it's really good. Like yeah. he he said that to the lady who directed the proposal when she came by. I don't know. That's a weird example, but because uh, I just saw it on a plane and it's directed by some lady I'd never heard of before, Anne Fletcher. Did she do anything else? I don't even know that name. She burst into the, onto the public scene with the proposal, <laughs> which wasn't bad on the plane. The proposal. Who's in that? I I've don't been even saying know that, that on every podcast lately. <laughs> Whatever shit movie I just saw, not bad on a plane. Uh, you're getting old. Now, Zombieland's not going to be on planes unless I'm, I, it's like would, a special. I would hope it's on planes. Unit at your, at your seat. Well, they're not going to just show it on the regular. It? Yeah, because that yeah. horrible plane crash scene. <laughs> in the... There's too much, uh, too much stuff they'd have to. No, I, I, out, I, think I think they'll probably put it on planes. I hope they do at least. We'll see. Look at you. Yeah. But as far optimistic. as answer your original question oh, as I to the question? Twinkies. Oh yeah. Of it all, uh, we were worried that it would have to be like Little Debbie's or something else that hosts would shut us down. Yeah, but and we were prepared for that. Or a made up, a made up snack, fake snack. That's always the worst. Yeah, but it was Twinkies from the beginning and Twinkies till the end. Thank God it yeah. remains Twinkies. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, did you ever get high with Woody Harrelson? Uh, I had a lot of opportunities to get high with Woody Harrelson. Well, that's all I really wanted to know. But, uh, I don't need to know whether you actually did. How about Abigail Breslin? Was she? Uh, she got high up a lot? all the time. Oh my God! <laughs> Are you guys <laughs> serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm she outing all the big stoners. Fuck, man! All the big stoners in Hollywood. I've got a list: Abigail Breslin, Dakota Fanning, Lip Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to. Yeah, you like, could probably Ooh. go around convincing people you were you're Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, hey, I uh, you might know me from when I was a kid actor. Yeah, I'm Did Jonathan Lipnicki. Lip human Nicky. head weighs ten pounds. Yeah. Boom. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Wait, was that Jonathan Lipnicki? Uh, what the fuck yeah. was John? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let me just ask the audience a quick question: How? How on board are you with me discussing a Zombieland uh, plot twist? Like, have you all Spoilers. seen Spoilers. Or would some of you be all mad about it? You'd be mad about it? It's, see, like, that's the thing now. People will wait for DVD or whatever and still not want the plot ruined. And it's like, come on. Like, Leonard Maltin himself, let me just quote from him so that we can... He's a professional critic, and now there's a, there's a Leonard Maltin app Whoa, on, uh, on the iPhone now. Yeah, so I don't have to carry that book around anymore. I can just fucking jump on the app and see what's what. And he puts it under current picks. He's got Zombieland. And then it's just got like a typical Leonard Maltin-sized review. And uh, he says, uh, he's naming <laughs> off the cast, you know, that says they're all good or whatever. And then he goes, in an amusing cameo, 
so-and-so. That's what I want to reveal. And then he says, uh, oh, he doesn't say anything more about that. But but he gives away the, the surprise cameo in the middle of the movie. How do you feel about it, Ruben? Uh, originally, mm-hmm. I was really uh, mad about it. Like, a lot of reviews included the name of the cameo. And I yeah, thought they yeah. were spoiling it for people. But I felt like after two weeks or something, it doesn't really matter anymore because it's out there yeah. pretty broadly. Two weeks, you guys. That's the official Ruben Fleischer cutoff. <laughs> If you haven't seen Zombieland in two weeks, then you deserve to know <laughs> that Bill Murray. Oh my God! <laughs> I got it real quick. It though. is before a great we, twist in the movie. Before though. we get it, I know I'm going to throw. I just like laid the bomb, and now I'm going to just backtrack a bit. Yeah. But I but I went um, and did a Q and A at Leonard Malton's film school class at usc yeah and um this is what he said after the movie he said well the audience really seemed to like it (laughs) nice (laughs) nice he is kind of backhanded compliment through this whole review he's like uh uh, my favorite part is when he says um it's not bad (laughs) 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 like you know you might as well have just written shrug (laughs) what'd you think of the movie you know it happened I watched it. Yeah. No, but he's he's a little nicer than that. He goes, as escapism goes these days, it's not bad. Like he 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 says it was a fun movie and he enjoyed it. Was it was fucking awesome, yeah. Ruben. Fucking- well that's what see that he doesn't say that enough, you know. Malton should just come right out when something's fucking, fucking awesome. awesome he, he definitely just say it is fucking yeah. awesome. I give it on a scale of one to four, I give it fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. That's what he should do. But we'll go back to the uh, Leonard Malton a little later. But he lists uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine names he lists at the bottom uh, uh, as cast, which is pretty wow. uh, funny right there because it's essentially f- you know four characters in the movie and then a surprise appearance or two. Yeah, I don't but, think uh, I could name all nine. Who's people the very last it. name? The last name is Derek Graff. Do you know what he played? He was the clown. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the clown got like special compensation for some reason. Yeah. Did he? Did you have to do like an extra search for the? To cast the he's clown like or? this. Uh, he's from LA. Is he was he actually. A, he was a lineman for USC, and his dad is a huge stunt ca- coordinator who does like all the football movies. And, oh, okay. Uh, Derek's just. We just want a really, really big guy, and Derek was like six eight. I don't know, three hundred pounds or something. Okay, yeah, well, it's a good thing you said me, six Ruben. eight. Because this, he he comes in at Demir six, six seven. five seven. What seven? Really? Yeah. yeah I see, you're one inch away from uh, Derek Graff playing yeah. a great Fuck role, Derek getting Graff. on Leonard Malton. <laughs> Fuck him, man. That guy. And then the next the next name they list is Mike White, who uh, yes, who, oh yeah, who has a cameo in the film as the uh, the guy that's not Bill Murray. <laughs> but what I want to say about Bill Murray, and I'll, I'll try to say it without giving away what happens with the whole Bill Murray thing is just how often have people expressed to you that 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 cameo is delightful but then also kind of made made it made me sad for like the rest of the movie is that true yeah, uh, yeah, not, yeah. not a lot of people have expressed that okay good good yeah. so most people get over it yeah but you were really quickly. bummed that he I was that really what like happened to him I didn't think the other I didn't think some of the characters reacted as strongly as they should have That's interesting we were actually really, really concerned about that but yeah. my whole argument was if we just make it a joke and like have it be really quick and have it be light uh, that there w- there wouldn't be repercussions and it would just be this surreal kind of interlude 
But um, you're apparently very sensitive when it comes to Bill Murray. And it, <laughs> well, I think it. I'm as into Bill Murray as uh, Woody Harrelson's character was. Like, right. I mean, that's uh, if I had to, if I was going through Beverly Hills and wanted to pick like a house to go check out, I would that would that would certainly be. It would either be Bill Murray or. Um, Can Screech, I tell the story Screech, of um, Dustin <laughs> Diamond's house? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yes, please do tell us. Um, because it's kind of interesting how he ended up being in the movie. And um, we we it was originally written for Swayze, and um, the, the, that was like oh, five the, five the years rapper, ago. Swayze, Swayze, yeah. Swayze, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh, five. Or years do we ago. just say Swayze now that he's now that Patrick Swayze's left us? It's just like one you name. Know, yeah. It was Swayze. Yeah. Was he was going to do it, but then well, he wasn't necessarily going to do it, but it was scripted for him, and they had oh. like a, the funniest. Version where Columbus, Jesse Eisenberg's character is like going through the mansion. He finds like a pottery wheel. He goes and sits at the <laughs> pottery wheel. But the original version, the celebrity cameo was like a, a zombie. So these like two arms kind of come around him and hug him from behind. He looks over his shoulder, sees zombie Patrick Swayze, freaks out. And then there's like a big crazy battle with like various references to like, you know, road, like some of the Point finer brain. works. And then um, <laughs> the, then uh, at the end, Woody's character comes in and says, you and me, Swayze. And then Swayze zombie charges Woody and leaps at him. And then Woody catches him in midair and does uh, holds him up like Dirty Dancing <laughs> from Dirty Dancing nice. and then throws him into oh, a wall man. smashes his head and says nobody puts baby in a corner and it was like <laughs> the, fun the funniest version ever and when they originally wrote it we were just like oh it sucks that Swayze got Patrick pancreatic cancer because <laughs> no one we can never do anything better than that it's so funny but it would be in bad taste to include him as a zombie version of himself <laughs> given true, his, yeah. his uh Situation. I mean, Too I mean, soon. yeah. No, I mean, it you was, mean it would have been in bad taste to ask him, or because I think he was pretty like. Yeah, he embraced like he might have it. Embraced I actually that wanted idea. to ask him, and I thought actually he would be kind of psyched if his final farewell was like as a zombie version of himself. But Whoa. marketing, marketing people at the studio didn't see you it the same way. know that guy's in a coffin somewhere right, right. now, trying to get scratch his way out. <laughs> like that guy's yeah. a fighter. Yeah, but but. uh <laughs> So then we wrote versions for lots of other celebrities like uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, Steven Seagal and various other people, and they all said no and were unavailable. And um, and Woody got Matthew McConaughey to agree to do it as like a favor. But um, I think when McConaughey agreed to do it, he didn't know what he was agreeing to, that he was going to play a zombie version of himself. When, when he read the draft and he was like shirtless the whole time and bongos were strewn about him, <laughs> there was an Airstream trailer in the front yard. He just wasn't on board with it. <laughs> And so, um, and this was like two weeks before we had to shoot. And so we were like really worried wow, about two weeks. Yeah. Before we had already got the location and we were, and, and I mean, it was really hard to get a celebrity to agree to do it in the first place. And so, um, we were so pleased it. that we got McConaughey. Really. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so he dropped out and then we like wrote a draft for Van Damme who passed. We wrote a draft for Mark Hamill who passed and we we're like fuck if we can't get mark hamill like we're we're, we're like in big trouble here um, yeah that guy at least pretends to have a sense of humor about right. his about his career but yeah you didn't want to make fun of the star wars stuff or something i was like well what else is there um but uh we so we actually wrote a draft for bubby and peepaw this old jewish couple that was like our backup plan if we couldn't get a celebrity like they go there, it's old Jewish couple in Bubby Beverly Hills. And Bobby and people. We actually cast two stump people who are like ready to come in, 
be a part of the movie. They, they they flew in from Florida to be the. the, <laughs> they live in the we we like outfitted them, designed their zombie makeup, everything, just in case we couldn't get anyone. So like three or four days before we actually had a shoot, which was on the Thursday. So I think like on a Tuesday, what he's like, you know, you know, he he was like, I don't know about this Bubby and people, and we're like. Well, you know, we we've tried everyone. Mark Hamill yeah. said no. There's nothing left to do. And he's like, um, well, let me make a call. And so he called Bill Murray like uh, two days before we had a shoot or three days before we had a shoot. I was like, Bill, you're having a lot of fun down here in Atlanta. You should come down and be in the movie. And like Bill was uh, like 100 percent on board, but he was like, if I'm going to come there, like I need to have some lines. I'm not just going to be a zombie in a fight. You could get anybody to do that. Like if if I'm going to come, I want to have lines. And so we realized, like, in order to actually uh, do that, he can't be a zombie. And so we figured out the whole idea of himself playing a zombie and everything else. And uh, and, <laughs> and, 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 and in the end, um, you know, he... In four days. Two days, really. Oh, it was geez. like, he, he was like, I remember what he... It was on set when we were shooting the um, scene on that, like, abandoned highway or whatever, when Woody and Jesse first meet. And Woody had, like, a BlackBerry on speakerphone. I was like, all right, Bill, well, we'll see you Thursday. And, it, and he hung up the phone. And we were, like, all cheered. Like, it was, like, incredible. Like, I got to hear Bill Murray's voice through the phone. Like, I was, like, so excited. And so then um, he's, like, notoriously um, unreliable, I guess, or something. Like, like he, like, he, like. That like he like a lot of times he'll say he'll be places and then not or you know so we were like so anxious <laughs> he still but, had chubby and peepaw come out <laughs> yeah <laughs> we were ready to go <laughs> but then on a, so then on Thursday morning Snoopy and we walk we're gonna come <laughs> by <laughs> so then Thursday morning Bill Murray like walked up on set and it was like the greatest day of my life I just couldn't believe like it was my life that I was living that like I'm first of all I'm making a movie. Uh, Bill Murray like walks on his set, and then he was just like the coolest dude you could ever hope to. Yeah, because like, he's wow. never he's never made fun of his own previous stuff as as uh, extensively as he does in that. In yeah, that and I, I kind of think he was like in for a penny, in for a pound. Like if I'm going to do this, like let's do this. And so yeah. he was like coming up with all the ideas, like. Emma, for some reason, wasn't familiar with the Annie Potts character, and like Bill was telling her exactly how to like say the lines, exactly like Annie Potts, and like just like really like wow. so invested in it. And, Can't like, believe anybody would let the Annie Potts character slip through their <laughs> yeah. memory of Ghostbusters. Yeah, but but, uh, but yeah, so he was just like awesome. super on board and really like cool to me. Like I'd go to give him like you know direction or whatever. And he'd be like, "What now, first timer?" Or like, or like, wow. or like, "What do you got, Junior?" Like he just like really was cool and had fun and was. But he didn't take the... advantage of being like the big star coming. Well, I mean, in he and... is the big. St- I mean, there's no two ways about it. But like, he had like running jokes with the sound department like three hours in. Like he just like <laughs> he just loves being on set. Like I, he's he's just the raddest guy there is. Like he's he's so cool. He and Woody. He got there Thursday, eleven o'clock in the morning. Shot all day. He and Woody were out till four o'clock in the morning that night. He was there at six. Shot through that day. Slept at at uh, at lunch. Then we shot out. You know, well, he, fin- did, he didn't have to worry about looking good. <laughs> Finished the day, and then we like stayed at that mansion and like we're drinking margaritas till like two o'clock in the morning. Like he just that he just likes to have fun. He's really like down to party. Well, that's why on some of those other projects he doesn't show up. <laughs> Because he's busy having fun. So no, that's, he's, that's awesome. He had the right combination. The coolest guy in the world. Like so, 
I mean, it, it took the movie to a whole different level, and I feel like it was, you know, I'd want to know. Day of my life. Yeah, I want. I would want to know who Woody was going to call next, you know, because he's got a, he's got a few other names in his Rolodex. Um, Did he tell you? Supposedly Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny, but not in a way that people would enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? It'd be hard to get, like, Woody's character wouldn't be excited about Dustin Hoffman and et cetera, et cetera. It's like a House of Cards yeah. would fall apart with Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> but the Man. inevitable Rain Man joke. Yeah, exactly. Well, they beat you to it with the Rain Man humor in, uh, in uh, what do you call it, The Hangover. They had <laughs> Rain oh, Man yeah. parody for who knows why. Um, <laughs> what? It was weird, wasn't it? Finally, somebody did a Rain Man parody. All right, so let's uh, let's see what we're how we're doing on time. Oh, we're doing pretty good on time. So, um, uh, really quickly, if you have uh, I- you know your movie's been out for a month now, and uh, you've seen other movies you know come out and go up against it, and uh, um, what have you seen any of these other movies of late that you're competing with? Uh, not too many. I I, I like uh, the weekend after ours was couples retreat, which I did I didn't see. I I saw where the wild things are. Yeah, and liked it. And uh, people yeah. seem to fall like I haven't seen it yet, but uh, people I seem to fall one way or the other on it. Like they love it or they're just like, I was somewhere was in the middle. I actually to contradict that. I was like, it's the most beautiful movie I've ever seen, but I wish it was a short film. Um, <laughs> short as in because it was boring or or just it was, not enough story to tell for that. Long. Maybe perhaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I love I, I love the movie at the same time. So but uh, but I didn't see Paranormal Activity or I've, I missed a lot of them. But uh, I, I've seen... Uh, this Is It? Are you going to see This Is It? I really wanted to see This Is It, but I I have not seen it I just it think it would be fun to buy a ticket to This Is It, because <laughs> you can just be so enthusiastic about it. Or or you could be like, you know, This Is It. This Is It? <laughs> oh, that's Could I great. have one for This Is It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, that was it. That, that was, was it. Yeah, go up to the box office. That was that it. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Banging on the window. <laughs> they, they don't give the ticket staff at the movies enough of a hassle when the movie's bad. No. You don't ever really go right to them and complain. Yeah. Um, what about you, Steve? Have you seen any? Uh, I'm uh, glad you asked. I really want. I have some great anecdotes from this web series I've been working on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow Zomb- Zombieland's my favorite film of the year. Oh, right? uh, come on. So Ruben you and I used to work together. I've known Ruben for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, Steve and I worked together on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah. And I shot him as a big baby, like it, wearing a bonnet and diapers. Yeah. And a clown. I have a picture of you. In what my was phone Steve as a wearing? clown, and you oh. still didn't uh. cast me as the clown in your fucking movie. <laughs> You basically oh, had an audition shit. tape for me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> holy you shit! Did, you weren't large and clown-like enough. That's One what he was looking short. for. <laughs> they also need, they wanted a stuntman, though. You're not yeah, no, that's man. what I was just about to say. I got so cut up on the stuntman part of it, I didn't think to call you. But okay. Yeah. yeah. Zombieland too. Yeah. Because you're because you're kind of the opposite of a stuntman. I am the opposite of a stuntman. Yeah, I saw you one day. You had to, like, kneel on one knee for more than a minute, and you lost your mind. I was once shooting a short film with some friends who were all stuntmen, and I had to do this thing where I I faked like I was jumping out of a moving car. So we shot me about to jump out of the car, and then we did a cutaway of me, like, hitting the ground and rolling. And when I did the part where I just 
gently fall to the ground and roll, I broke a rib. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking broke a rib, basically laying down on the cement. Oh, this... Oh. So I'm the opposite of a stuntman. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, how do you think Jesse Eisenberg is going to finish off the uh, amusement park trilogy? Because <laughs> uh, it would be so great if he made a third movie. You know, one was a coming age drama, one was a zombie movie. Now, like, if he could find a third reason to be in an amusement park for an entire in space, film. amusement park in space. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. What do you do? You have uh, so you must have like, you must be looking at scripts and yeah, trying lots, to decide yeah. what you're going to make next. Yeah. So you don't I, have anything no. specific you can share with us. I wish, but not yet. Well, no news is good news. Yeah. It's a, is it's, it? it really? <laughs> How do you? It really keeps uh, these people say I don't know <laughs> that you don't have another project lined up. Is good news apparently. Yeah. When I spin congratulations. It. I, I, uh, <laughs> no, there's a couple of things that I'm working on, but uh, nothing, nothing real. But I, I saw 2012. That was one thing that I got to see, and I, I, it blew my mind. I mean, again, it's a little too long, but, uh, <laughs> but it's like you got I mean, to was, see or had to see. No, I, it's awesome. <laughs> like, it really? It's awesome. Like it it's so outrageous. No, it's incredible. It's, it's really good. Like you, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time, and like, what are they gonna blow up next? Like he outruns, he outruns an earthquake. <laughs> I know, I've seen he that. He outruns a volcano. He outruns like, he like, yeah, he outruns so he many jumps natural into the air disasters. And yeah, like it's <laughs> flaps his arms. <laughs> It's really good, though. I promise you. That's They don't say that enough for earthquake preparedness. Why not just jump up and grab a tree branch? <laughs> and just hang there until it's yes. over. Or just drive as fast as you can. How can the ground hurt you if you're yeah. not on it? So what about... Like, my problem with that movie, not having seen it, and only having seen the trailer, is that I don't like when the whole world is falling apart, and yet they think we only care about this one... Like, the la what was the last one But it's John called? Cusack. Yeah, but it is John Cusack. That's or, the trick. Uh, no, when the, it uh, was what's his name? Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal. yeah. When it was Gyllenhaal, I could I could give a shit about him and <laughs> him and that frozen library he was in, or whatever the hell was going on. Like the rest of the world was dying, you know. So it's kind of a perspective thing. But you saying this one is so spectacular. Yeah, no, this is, the it, people aren't really the part that you care about. It's yeah. like I want to <laughs> yeah. see that thing fall again, like or, or the the ground open up. Like it's really just the the effects are beyond anything you've ever seen before. And, and and if you see a big theater and it's really loud, it's pretty overwhelming. But does an amusement park ride ever smash into somebody and throw them through the air? I can't say that that Say, I'm going to see Zombieland again. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'll I'll buy a ticket to Zombieland and sneak into 2012. There you go. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, let's all do that. Can I brag? Like, yeah, uh, please. Uh, Zombieland's the highest grossing zombie movie of all time. Booyah! Yeah. You did it. Yeah, and that's if you don't include I am. And that's probably by a twenty or thirty million, right? Like mm, I, maybe you meet it, but you you beat it by a large margin. No, I don't know. Dawn of the Dead, I think was fifty nine. We're at like the seven, remake was yeah, fifty nine. I think we're at seventy three or four. Or yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When it's all when it all when it's all said and what done, about you'll thirteen make going on thirty. Twenty million. <laughs> <laughs> they did have that scene where they all dance like Thriller. Yeah, yeah. So it is kind of a zombie movie. I like when Steve's looks is getting laughs from the audience. That's that's always fun for the podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I was talking to these guys <laughs> backstage about the Leonard Malton game, and uh, they're both afraid of it. Steve has played it before. I played it, and I was horrible. You didn't do too well. Who'd you hurry up against? Dana. Oh, Dana Gould. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a Dana Gould, he's, he got one right without with just based on the clue. Yeah. Like, he didn't even need... need he said yeah. no names. And it was and then political he, and then he movies. he got it right. Yeah, and it was political movies. So you got and then he, got, he said political that. movies, and he got... They knew the movie? Uh, yeah. So. All the kids ba- based, Well, there was a little bit more of a clue than that. Uh, right. The clue was... Uh, I said, this is supposed to be a comedy? Or this was billed as a comedy. That was the clue. And Dana and I, our sensibilities are close enough, I think, that it just immediately jumped into his head. It was Oh, the, yeah. Uh, Dave. Dave, yeah. Yeah, that Kevin Klein movie. Right. Before, yeah. It's a good movie, but it's not funny. You know, it's not like you're not like slapping your knees ever. And um, I think and so both that clue Steve and I are going to be embarrassed, I think, is what's going to happen. I'm already embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I just it won't broke be that a rib bad. saying that. <laughs> <laughs> But the extra, not to put any extra pressure on you guys, but tonight I'd like to do something different. Um, there's a benefit coming up here in Los Angeles on Friday, November the 20th, that if you can go, I encourage anyone listening to this podcast to, to buy tickets. Uh, it's a benefit called, it's called Laughs for Bald Brian. And I don't know if you guys listened to the Adam Carolla show when he was on the air, but this guy Bald Brian was on there, and he has like his sidekick, and he did all the sound effects and stuff. And uh, I went on the show a few times when he, when they were both there and played a uh, game called uh, TiVo Trivia, and Brian was really good at it, and so it was fun to go on and try and uh, beat him at that game. But he, that gentleman, is going through a uh, cancer uh, situation, bald, bald Brian. I, I, it's, I, it's weird to me to keep calling him Bald Brian and then saying, and he has cancer, but he, he does. So, um, and, uh, so they're trying to raise money for his, uh, you know, he's doing well and it, it, you know, and it looks like he could, he could get through this thing. So it's at the Wilshire Ebell theater in Los Angeles, uh, seven o'clock Friday, November 20th, Adam Carolla, Jimmy Kimmel, Dr. Drew Pinsky. I don't know what his act is going to be like. <laughs> So you know, just go up on stage and go, any sex addicts in the audience? <laughs> and then, uh, which that show is amazing, this sex rehab thing. I can't get enough of it. But then uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, Dana Gould, the aforementioned, uh, Larry Miller, Joel McHale from The Soup, all of those people, and then probably more, are going to be performing in one show. And you can get tickets by going to Laughs for Bald Brian. Brian's spelled with a Y. Laughsforbaldbrian.com. You can get tickets. But... Uh, I thought for the Leonard Malton game tonight, it would be fun to give away uh, a couple of tickets. So keeping in mind, it's November 20th and all those names that I just said. Raise your hand if you can go and would want to win two tickets. Okay, that gentleman right there and that dude right there. The two of you come up, come sit up here. Let's get you. Uh, I taped these two seats taped off. Good they taped those off. Thank God we saved these seats. <laughs> those was a close call. <laughs> for you two guys. So come on up here. Welcome. We've got, uh, we're doing good on time. Hello, sir. What's your name? Ian. Ian, all right. And what's your name? David. David. All right. And uh, Ian, uh, between the possibly one of the greatest filmmakers of our time <laughs> and a guy who, who breaks his ribs, who wasn't, down. who wasn't fat and ugly enough to play a dead clown. <laughs> Well, that's uh, you, that sounds who you, good. Who do you want? I like not being fat enough to play. <laughs> who do you want? Yeah, that was a compliment. Who do you want uh, to uh, represent you in the uh, Leonard Malton game tonight? 
I'll go with Ruben. That's a mistake. All right, he's going with Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> I'll prove you anybody, wrong. But as has been proven in the past by this game, anybody can win, especially True. when both people are bad at it. Okay, and then uh, who would you like to play for you? <laughs> you. Oh, oh he wants me to play bitch. for him. Steve, you're out. I'm going to throw the game. I'm throwing the game. I'm going to do I'm pretty good because I picked game. all the movies. <laughs> uh, buzz Smart. in right away. I can Smart. name it no names. <laughs> all right. So you're, Ian is Ruben's. Uh, Ruben's playing for Ian. And what's your name again? David. And uh, Steve is playing for David. Okay. All right. And uh, I have it right here on my iPhone app. So now I don't even have to. Uh, I don't even have to flip through that stupid book anymore. I mean, it was a good book, but an app is perfect for my needs. <laughs> I made a list. These are all movies that have dead people in them. A character like, dies, like, or a character is dead. Or, or an actor is dead now? No. Okay. There's no Patrick Swayze movies. I thought about that, though, like doing Roadhouse or something. But no, I don't want to trick you guys like that. These are all movies where a character in the movie is a dead person, oh and it's, none of them are zombie films, but they're inspired by... Oh, I get it. Uh, yeah. You get it now. Yeah. Your like, next would movie, Stand By Me be one? Like, is it The Dead Brother or something like that? I, like, I don't, yeah, that you, could be one. Okay. It's not. All right. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> what to... if he just won the whole game with pre-guesses? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to... Just rattles off a few movies. Could yeah. it be Ghost? Yeah. Yes, okay, that's one. Uh, oh, Ghost. Okay, Ghost. That's, I get it, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's start with uh, Ruben. Uh, this movie came out in 1999, and Leonard Maltin gave it three and a half stars. Out of... Four. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know that's how a good many... One. And let's let me. He said, "Let's." Uh, he says it's exceptional and original. That'll that'll be your clue. It's exceptional and original from 1999. Features a dead person, and you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten names to choose from. So you can s uh, start the bidding at ten names, or you can go lower if you want. How many names do you think you can get it in? Ruben Fleischer. I'll try. Director of Zombie. Uh, Six names. He can do it in six names, Steve Ag, co-star of the series. I can do it program. in five. He can do it in five. I, th I think I know what this movie is, though. You think you do? Yeah, well, so you I could, guess I'll say four. You could leap all the oh, way to zero well, if you think you know Name it. that movie. Oh, you, you're giving him four I names. I name it in four. All right, here we go. Ian's excited. Oh, my God. Uh, Sam Robards, Scott Bakula, Allison Janney, Peter Gallagher. I can only I don't think one I know what it is those anymore. four people in it. Uh, you thought you knew I, it from I the I thought clue? it was a sixth sense, but just off the just off the ninety nine of it all. Exceptional but, uh, and original. Yeah, I could give that. Um, I'd give so that to sixth one more time on the names. I apologize movie. to be redundant, but what, what are the it's names right. again? Sam Robard. You were just hoping to hear uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's all. I, no, like, but he's the Bruce lead, Willis. so you wouldn't yeah. hear that. It's no, the worst okay, names, okay, okay, not okay. the worst names. Got it. <laughs> the lesser names, the Allison scumbags. Jane, Peter Gallagher. The drugs. The lowly Sam Robards. I think I know it. The the miscreant Scott Bakula, the disgusting Allison Janney, <laughs> the horrifying pervert Peter Gallagher. I I don't know the answer. You don't to this know question. the answer to that. Steve, can you steal it? I, should I just say it if I think I know it, or should I? You win the point more? either way. Oh, is it while you were sleeping? No, it isn't. Uh, <laughs> Exceptional is and original. That is exceptional. And Peter and Gallagher was like higher build in that movie. Was he? Yeah. Oh, fuck it. This also well, we still get the point, though. You get the point. Yeah. You I, and David I, I, What are we point. playing to? Huh? Best two out of three. Oh, okay. So you got to bring race. it on yeah. this next one. 
Uh, you can do it. I'm trying. The other but names. If you know it, shout it out. But just to finish off this We're first team. one. This is team effort. Do you, no, you can't do that. What? You sit there quietly, Ian and David. Um, the other names were Chris Cooper, Mina Suvari, Wes Bentley, Thora Birch, Annette Benning. Oh, American Spacey. Beauty. Oh, now he knows it. Shit. Who died in there? People always say it like, oh, yes. I should have. Kevin Spacey. But Kevin Spacey's dead from the beginning. Yeah, he narrates the whole thing from the uh, the old grave. Never saw it. Which did you? What did it ever bother you that, that you were saying at the beginning of Zombieland that Jesse lives long enough to tell this whole story? That was a conversation. <laughs> I bet it was. Everything's a conversation, right? Okay, here we go. Let me delete that. Goodbye, American Beauty. Fucking over overrated piece of shit. No, it's good. Go back and watch it. You'll love it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I do love the pot smoking scenes in that movie, like when he's smoking lifting with Wes weights Bentley. And no, not that. I mean, you love lifting weights. And I mean, no. High. When he first when he first meets him and they're smoking out oh, back yeah, at yeah. that party, I like that. That's part. cool. And they're talking about uh, Reanimator. All right, this is from what year is this from? This is from 1991, mm. and uh, a character in it is a dead. And this is another great Leonard Maltonism. He says, it's hard to dislike. <laughs> yeah, go in there and fight it. Try. Try to hate this movie. <laughs> and I said, I said it's from 1991, and it's, uh, it's on you. Uh, you started off the bidding. How there's, many names? Uh, oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine names. Uh, five. So that's five for the Ten bottom. names, actually. Ten names. I'll stay with five. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is yours to win. Okay. Oh, shit, Steve. Okay, you get five names <laughs> from shit. this movie from 1991. I've never seen a movie before 1992. <laughs> I just want to preface that. Thank God for that's cable just, and DVD. Yeah, yep. You could have caught up with it. Ethan Embry. Okay. Believe it or not, is in this movie. I cannot remember I him being it, in this movie. I've seen this movie several times, and I can't remember him being in it. So I, I'm going to have to double check that. Uh, Peter Shuck, I don't know who that is. Lillian Lehman, oh, no idea. Fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> George D. Wallace was in this. I, I don't. I don't think that's the black comedian George Wallace. I think that's some other guy that got stuck. People with the are same stupid. Name. People say stupid things. <laughs> That's it. Every ten o'clock yeah. every night at the Flamingo in yeah. uh, Vegas. <laughs> then, uh, but you know what I gotta say about him? That George Wallace, he was nice to my parents once, so they love him. They, they're go. like always. How's your friend George Wallace? I don't know your the man. Friend? I don't know the man. We were on a show once together, and then he said hi to you. Okay, here we go. Buck Henry is the fifth name. Buck Henry from 1991. Uh, and what's his name? Yeah, it's got a dead person in it. And um, hard to dislike. Was there anything I'm you saw with Buck Henry in it that was hard to dislike? Not that I can remember from the. I'll just take a guess because it has a dead person. Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> why would. I know Buck Henry's been in some shitty movies. Yeah. But why would he be in Weekend at Bernie's 2? Well, it's a small part, it, it, it's number <laughs> five. Now, was Bernie dead? I is get that, confused about right? that. I think he was passed out. Or is he dead? No, he's, he's dead, dead, dude. He's flat out dead? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say the player. Oh, the player. That's a good guess. Who's dead in the player? Uh, the writer. There's a murder in it. Right. Partway through. Right. 
So good guess. But wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let me read the rest of the names so that anybody else can get excited about it. So it's one to one. It's tied up, David and I. This is a. Yeah. This is exciting. Lee Grant, Rip Torn, Meryl Streep, Albert Brooks. Defending your life. The great defending, defending your life. Your life. Fuck. Which which Len Walton only gives three stars. I don't remember. And, and it says that. hard to dislike. Like he really, they really strong armed him into enjoying himself. God damn it! I was really trying to just sit there and not be happy. The, the it's fucking so it's over. Like it's I really older than ninety-one, doesn't it? So hard. Ninety-one's a pretty long time ago. I guess. Right. I guess I'm just old. Eight, eight, just eighteen, old nineteen man. years. Okay. <laughs> Next up, this is going to be the tiebreaker. I got to pick a good one. All right. Oh. So we're going to start with Ruben. This is from the year two thousand eight. Yeah, this is current shit, y'all. Mm. Final destination. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh. Um, and then, <laughs> what else can I tell you about it? It's got a dead person in it. And uh, he calls it funny and heartfelt. Yeah. How many names? There were no heartfelt movies we in got 2008. Nine names, starting with Ruben Fleischer. I'll go with nine. <laughs> He's taken all nine names. <laughs> Well then, I'll just take eight. <laughs> eight names. I, because you I might feel like get it, this is really the between the two of us. It's like who just wants to whoever's lose. stuck having yeah. a guess is yeah, going to lose, lose. That's what's going to happen. So at what point is our pride? Uh, what'd you say? Eight. He seven. said the full eight. Uh, you're going to take se- or eight out of nine. You're going to take nine. seven out of nine. Do you, Steve? Do you want to take six out of nine? I'll take six. I. Which is a was a character on a Star Trek show, right? I I, I have such nine? a lack of confidence in my ability to win this game. I I'm think you could. I honestly think you could win. Uh, sorry, uh, David. I think that uh, you could win by making him guess with six. That's names. what I'm thinking too. Really? I yeah. Think so, yeah. I have a yeah. good feeling. <laughs> I have a good feeling he's not going to come up with it. <laughs> okay. Well, I hate to play. I also didn't like, see any way of... after 2007. <laughs> Very small window. All right. I, I apologize. I wish I was better at this one. <laughs> Steve, please uh, steal right, this victory. Six? Right. You're going to name it in six? So it was last year. Okay. Here we go. Brian Darcy James. Okay. Played Shrek on Broadway. <laughs> A big, giant, ugly part you didn't get. <laughs> yeah. He knows it. Your he partner. It. I mean, oh, I mean, Ruben's partner knows it. You know the g- he knows it already. I All wish right. I would have done it now. And then we A- Alan Ruck. Of course, Ooh, was, of course, from Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. Uh, Asif Mandvi. Don't. Oh man, this is not looking good. No, you know Asif. Alan Ruck <laughs> is all I have to go on right now. Dana Ivy. <sighs> She's always like, you know, thin, mean lady and everything. She's always like mean about everything. She's like <laughs> works at banks all the time. <laughs> and then uh, Kristen Wiig was in this movie. Kristen Those Wig. are the five okay. names. The, I said the six. Next, the next... Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, Billy Campbell. That didn't help, did it? No. <laughs> you couldn't have gone out with some dignity. You had to beg for one more name. I think I might know. The last three names are really the ones that would yeah. that would put you over the top. I, Kristen I, I, Wiig. I, I'm I afraid. Like, I can only think of... Nicely played, Fleischer. Well, it's not done yet. Steve could come oh, through no with the buzzer beater. Buzzer beater. I can one Kristen Wiig movie from I, last year. I, right? Well, then say it. Adventureland. No. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Yeah, it's ah, Ghost Town. shit. The last three names are Greg Kinnear, Taya Leone, and Ricky Gervais. 
But uh, uh, wow, I, it would have taken Ricky that movie should have done better at the box office. I think I like, I like <laughs> that movie. All night. And even then, Leonard says they don't make them like this anymore. Like he's full of these fucking expressions that are just like, "What are you saying? Is that good or bad that they don't don't make those anymore?" Well, did they stop because it sucked, or does modern filmmaking suck? Make up your mind. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for playing the game, gentlemen. Congratulations uh, our winner on your victory. Is, uh, good job. Ira, Ira, Ian, and um, and our uh, runner-up though gets an exciting runner-up prize. David, you get to decide who I'm going to call a shithead at the end of tonight's uh, podcast. Oh man! What the? But it could be people Ricky in the Gervais. audience. Could too. be anybody. Ricky Gervais, really? Okay, he wants me to call Ricky Gervais a shithead. I like. I don't. That. I don't agree. I, I don't like agree that. that he's a shithead, but I will do it. Um, Thanks again to my guests, Ruben Fleischer and Steve yeah. Agee. Thank you very much for Long time me. friends. Thank you, thank you. Zombieland. Co-workers. Go see it. Go see Zombieland. Yeah. Now that we've ruined Best it movie for of the year. You. Hopefully we didn't ruin it <laughs> for you. Give away the cameo. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, Steve? You got any uh, personal appearances nope. coming up? How come you're not Season in Season three, starting February of 2010. <laughs> February 2010, season three, Sarah Silverman program. Yeah, so uh, and you'll be in the audience at the laughsforbaldbrian.com. I'll be right? there, yeah. And uh, my plugs are Benson Interruptions coming up on Monday, November 16th in Los Angeles at Largo. You can also see me at Hyenas in Dallas, November 19 to 21. <laughs> yeah, Hyenas. That's, that's totally classy name for a... Then I'll be at the West Palm Beach Improv, November 27th through 29, and a place called 88 Broadway, which I don't believe exists. Uh, in Urbana, Illinois, on uh, December fifth. Thanks a lot for coming and Thank listening, you, very you much. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Ricky Thank Gervais you. is a shithead. Shithead. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.